party just started. I'm hitting my target, I feel like I'm hardened. Get green like the garden. I'm south like New Orleans, get it jumping. They calling me Zion. Constrict shit. Chip, yeah, chip, chip, yeah, chip, yeah. Hey, what's up? All right, the uh, worst intro ever. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the shittiest Welcome podcast back. you've ever heard. These dads suck. I'm your boy, Shano the Insano, and the funniest guy I've ever known in my life, Mr. Johnny Z. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. Welcome back. You had a great trip? Great trip. Awesome. And, of course, um, the guy that doesn't need any intro because he's worth zero <laughs> things to anybody, our producer... Little Jakey Poo. Hey, Jake, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good, pretty good. You, the worst intro ever, you guys, are you talking about yourself there? Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> this is, shit, yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> inside joke. Sorry, guys, oh, that's man. terrible for you guys as the audience. But, hey, welcome back, dude, two weeks in a row. Look at us. Yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're doing things. It. We're doing stuff. We're we, doing things. We are responsible. Um, you just got back from South Carolina yeah, for eight, a wedding. Yeah. And I would love to hear about how uh, your trip went. Well, at least not the trip. At least tell me about the flights. Because I know that, you know, sometimes we got to keep some of the stuff off radio, right. which is fine. But I'd love to hear about the flights back, if you don't mind. <laughs> and I'd love to hear about people listening to us on a radio. Shane, what? Off radio. It's a, it's a term. Yeah. For on, yeah, on the radio when you're doing radio work. This is a podcast. You know what's funny? Sometimes I look at you and I think... How easy we could hide your body someplace. <laughs> Which could go right into the podcast treasure set over there. <laughs> yeah, you'd fit right in there. <laughs> that's why you got so that's, why you fl- you, that's why you opted for the bigger box. Okay. Yeah. Would you fly would you fly down? Uh, I did I did American Airlines. Okay, so a real airline, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I just wanna let all the Fort Wayne people know if you're looking for a better deal in a super easy airport to get to, you need to start looking at Dayton, Ohio. Mm. 33 to 127 to 75. Boom, you're there. It's quicker than Indianapolis. It's quicker than Detroit. And it's got way cheaper rates than Fort Wayne. Interesting. Look at that. It's tip of the week. Yep. Go look at Dayton, Ohio. Look at it. Right now, if you're going to Florida in May, June, May, I'm telling you, it's 10 times cheaper than Fort Wayne. Well, we appreciate it. Johnny saves a buck over here. There so you we go. Do appreciate the hint. <laughs> but yeah, man, flew down uh, for my buddy's wedding. And, um, where I flew to was Hilton Head Island. It's where me and Emily uh, lived the last five years. So I got to see old friends, coaches, um, colleagues, you name it. I saw them all. So yeah. it was really good catching up with all of them. Weather was 85, sunny, beautiful. Oh, yeah. I love it down there so much. Yeah. My favorite thing about that area, too, is it's not just the weather, but there's a lot of history. Oh, yeah. Even in Hilton Head, there's a ton of history on the island, a ton of history in Savannah. I love the whole area. A huge fan of that part of it. Yeah, I always forget, too, like when I go down there, like just how dark it is. There's no lights. So it's very hard to like get around around there. You literally can't see in front of you. No, dude, that's funny. (laughs) My wife and I always talked about that because it was like a nightmare driving anywhere. It's it's absolutely pitch dark. But yeah, wedding wedding was awesome. Reception was fun. Obviously went out to the bars and stuff afterwards. Um, Anyways, my flight back was kind of crazy. I'm getting ready to board the flight, and I should have been home like around 7 p.m. Right. Um, ended up didn't get home until 1.30 in the morning. Uh, reason being is as soon as we all sat down, a guy like four rows back 
uh, started seizuring. Jesus. And I didn't notice this for the longest time because I had my Bose headphones on and I'm sitting there watching the new Matrix. <laughs> the new Matrix or the old Matrix? Like the new one. Like it was a, a Resurrections or I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I heard it's like a, not the same thing. Yeah. Anyways, there's like this huge gunfight going on and I'm not even noticing that like stewardess are flying back and forth and I'm sitting there watching Neo. Meanwhile, I finally catch it. And I take my headphones off, and this and this dude, I mean, is full blown, like on the ground, shaking as hard as you could possibly shake. And you hear like the wife and stuff yelling, like, "Get a wet towel!" He's biting his tongue, all this stuff. I'm like, "Oh my god!" And the flight hasn't even taken off. Flight yet. hasn't even taken off. How yet. inconsiderate this guy! <laughs> right? Do you just not think about anybody but himself? So, Go anyways, um, the flight attendants and all that are coming back, and the wife. <laughs> The wife is just like, he's fine. He's fine. Uh, what? The fuck he is. <laughs> that dude is literally shaking the entire she plane. She wants right. that insurance money. Yeah. She's like, no, we'll, we'll be able to take off. He's fine. He's, he does this all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I swear, dude. And she's like trying to calm the people. D- what a great lady, though. Yeah. Trying to like, she's worried about everyone else, too. Yeah. So anyways, she's got the towel in this guy's mouth because he's biting the fuck out of his tongue. Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of times, too, you want to make sure that they don't swallow their tongue. Right. That's a big thing. So meanwhile, while she's doing this, she's like, he'll snap out of it. He'll snap out of it. Meanwhile, she's already arranging rides for her three kids. Like, get Uncle Dale on the phone. Call Aunt Janet. By the way, they're going to pick you up at this time now. We might not make it. sounds like the real fucking deal, dude. Well, well, it sounds like Homeboy's done this a couple times. Right. Because, like... She was so calm. Which is a sad thing. Right. Yes. So, anyways, the guy behind me is just like... Your <sighs> off-color joke earlier, Jake, is not going to go well with the <laughs> listeners. Go ahead, Z. Sorry. But anyways... Excuse me? <laughs> anyways, um, the guy behind me, I mean, I just, you start hearing, you know, the one-offs, like, they better get him off the fucking flag. I gotta make it home. You know, like, just start hearing shit. Dude, like, that's the funniest thing is, like, when I hear, when I see babies come on the plane, it doesn't bother me because you can throw the AirPods on and just turn it up. Right. But right. you see people's face of disgust, right? Like when they see that they got baby a timetable. Yeah, they got a time. They want to get home. All this shit. So, anyways, it's the, funny how selfish people can be. Oh, no, it's wild, man! Right. So, anyways, the the ambulance shows up. Yeah, they they gotta escort him off, and now people are like ready to take off. Oh no, 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 no! Homeboy's been here before. Like I said. He, he's like basically on there. They got him like IV'd up. They're checking his heart rate, this and that. All oh, this happens to me all the time. He ends up coming back on the flight. And I'm like, whoa. Like, what if we, like, this is my first time experiencing a guy having a seizure on the flight. Mm-hmm. What if we get up there and, and, you know, this dude does it again? So now I'm thinking, like, oh, this could just end so poorly. Yeah. So poorly. I don't know what they do. I think they would have, they probably would have to land, right? You got to do that. You, I, I mean, know. right? You'd I, have to, right? I feel like you wouldn't land in time. You know, like, like. They're thinking, okay, he's going to get through the episode unless it's like actually. I don't know. But yeah, dude, that's you, a great you, question. You just have know. to have. I'm surprised they let him get. On, I bet the woman talked him into letting him get on the plane because she seems like she. Dude, yeah, because she comes flying back on like, sorry, 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 sorry to everyone. Yeah. Right. And she's like, we're getting it taken care of. And anyways, man, he comes back onto the plane fully drenched of sweat. Yeah, that's what happens. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking, like, there's no way we're going to take off. There's no way. Yeah. And um, so I'm texting my wife, like, hey, not going to be home. Sorry. And um, anyways, the flight's getting ready to take off. Well, some lady's like, are we really taking off with him after that? Like, starts making a scene. 
And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. I'm just waiting for the Southern mom who just took care of that whole situation to pop off on this mom. But obviously she ended up calming down and sure enough, man, we get up on the flight and nothing happens. Well, when we land, that seizure took so much out of this dude. Like he like lost complete control, like of his right leg. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so he's got to get a wheelchair, all this stuff. Like I, I felt so bad for the dude. But in my eyes, if, if you're an airline, like, there's no way that dude can fly. Yeah, I would love to talk to somebody about that. Like, what's the, like, what was the protocol that allowed them to put him back on the plane? Right. Because clearly this dude could just snap at any second. I mean, he, he was perfectly fine. He walked on with his kids and his wife. Yeah. Sits there, has his headphones on, and then he just starts seizuring. Yeah. Seizing. Seizing, Yeah. Is it seizing or seizuring? See, I feel like it's seizing. It's definitely not scissoring. That's a different <laughs> ball game. But anyways, yeah, great trip, great wedding. Uh, good to catch up with friends and <clears throat> uh, coaches down there. And um, yeah, that was the craziest thing I've ever experienced on a flight. Well, it's funny. I mean, you had, you had a fun weekend. I was watching you on Instagram. I was jealous. You know, I was just at home this weekend. <laughs> Watching Netflix, doing that whole thing. Uh, I watched a terrible movie with my wife. It's with... Uh, uh, the Matrix. <laughs> the Matrix. No, it's the... Uh, oh, my God. I suck at names. What's the new Batman? Not the newest Batman, but he played Batman uh, from Boston. I think I lost his name last time we talked about this guy. Uh, he's in the movie when they rob banks. He's ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, the Justice Jeez. League. No, it's, the movie's about uh, him... And he's got the hottest wife. I forget what the actress's name. Look her up, Jake. She okay. is a smoke. And it's just a creepy movie about um, some bo- some people go missing in the small town, which I think they're in South Carolina, actually. Is it Deep Water? Deep Water. Oh, yeah. I've been yeah. seeing stuff about that. Yeah. Doesn't his wife, like, cheat on him right Openly. in front of yeah. yeah. And then he acts like he's cool with it, and then people go missing, and then you kind of, like, chase that down. But... Um, I think they're set either in Louisiana or South Carolina. There's stuff to tell, but um, I was just chilling, watching Netflix, and then I saw this article, and you know, I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of our listeners are subscribed to Netflix. So Netflix infamous subscription model differentiated it from Blockbuster, right? So everyone remembers that whole deal. But... Now, amid slowing growth and ruthless competition, analysis believe that Netflix may need to undifferentiate themselves and that a world with ads on Netflix might make sense here soon. So there's, so there's some words that Netflix might go into adding ads after we've already paid Wait, why, why do monthly they think, subscription. Why do they think that they need to? What well, was- <clears throat> okay, so let's step back. So Netflix historical massive uh, year-over-year subscriber growth has slowed it and it hasn't eclipsed the 20% mark since Q4 of 2020. So the pandemic pulled growth forward and Netflix neared North American market saturation. So they had 75 million subscribers among 132 million households. Now over the same time, competition heated up though, right? So you have Disney plus. So a lot of our dads out there and our moms listening, Disney plus is awesome. There's great stuff for us there. It's not just a bunch of like little Disney movies, Hulu, Hulu, HBO Max, Paramount Plus is big. Peacock now. Peacock's great because Peacock took The Office and a bunch of other like really big names. And then Amazon Prime, just like Amazon Prime, I think I talked about it on a couple podcasts ago. They just purchased um, 
shit. Can you look that up for me real quick? Uh, Stars? No, the uh, no, a big production. Um, Showtime. No, 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 no. He'll pull it up here in a second. You said Amazon? Yeah, Amazon Prime uh, acquired, not 21st Century Fox, but the other one. So, you know, that's heavy competition. So despite this, Netflix had a strong business. Uh, Netflix were quoted saying, we were about a $20 billion revenue business two years ago, $30 billion revenue now, the company's CFO Spencer Newman said last month. So why, to answer your question, so why the need for ads? Well, true, there are other ways Netflix can grow revenue, including raising prices, which they do, what, every few months, it feels like. Yeah. Um, uh, gaming, which Netflix has prioritized, buying three gaming studios in the last seven months. And then password pop policing, which is what you guys have seen recently in the news, where they're going to start policing how your password, they're going to start noticing who's using your password in different households and then right. blocking you. M- MGM. Is MGM. Oh, uh, okay. How insane That's is the, that? the lion. Well, you knew the, you knew the password thing was coming. Yeah. I mean, I understand that. Yeah. But I do not understand the ads thing because, like, I feel like I was just talking about this with some people that all the other platforms are so hard to, like, get through. First of all, like, that's, you know, like, on HBO Max and all that stuff, it's so hard to, like, find the thing. You'll Google, and it's like, this is where you can watch it. And then it's impossible to find it. Yeah. And then for all, for Hulu, it's like, oh, yeah, if you, uh, if you, you can just watch Hulu for free. There's a bunch of ads. Cool. You can pay a little bit. So not as many ads, but then you can pay a lot, and there's still some ads. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, where the fuck? Is, yeah. Where is this going? Like, yes, exactly. So, so we just kind of went through, but the, all those other options kind of have downsides, right? Raising prices can drive churn. It's unclear if Netflix and gaming are even a good fit. And then the password policing will piss off pretty much 95% of America. Um so with, with Netflix, which Netflix is not entirely opposed to doing adding ads. That's what they've said. It said it's not like we have a religion against advertising, the CFO said, mm-hmm. Newman. So many other streaming services offer ad-supported plans at lower price points, and they're growing fast. Analysts have also said that an ad-less Netflix is missing out on around $9 billion in potential revenue. Oh, shit. An ad-supported Netflix tier would offer price-sensitive subscribers a low-cost alternative and if done right, the user experience wouldn't take much of a hit. Take TikTok, for example, where ads themselves are TikToks and sometimes go viral as a result. Mm-hmm. So, of course, hiring and but that means what? You're going to do a whole movie based on buying a shampoo? Like, what right. are they going to do? Right. So, if, go I've, ahead. Product placement with throughout the shows. Like, you know what I mean? Like, TV shows do it all the time. So, I feel like they just need to do that more in their movies. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, streaming services, and I might be on an island here, but I'm... Uh, Really starting to get tired of them. I'm tired of the delay. I'm tired of the signal going out, <clears throat> especially when you're watching live sports. Like, dude, you're like. Sounds like an internet problem, buddy. Nope. I got top speed. Top speed. Yeah, top sure gaming speed. You, you are do. talking to the Halo King. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got top gaming speed, man. So what, I, what I'm sick of is, again, the timeout. It's, live sports are like sometimes, what, 15 seconds, 20 seconds behind because you'll be looking at your phone looking at like the sports book and stuff and it's like what they've scored twice already and then you look at your tv and then there they go right the lag through yeah those yeah and um i i'm almost wondering it what the price is 
today, should we go back to DirecTV or Comcast and hardwire it or whatever? I know it's it's almost it's it's almost like to work itself all the way around where it's like become affordable again. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious to ask our audience: Are you getting tired of the streaming? Now it's convenient when you're at the airport and stuff, but you can still have the cable and all that and um, log in, direct TV and log into your mobile. But I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm getting tired of the lag. I'm getting tired of the, of it timing out, having to reset my router. And I'm telling you, dude, we have the top uh, speed for internet. So it's just, sure. I know other, <laughs> I know other people have to be going through this. Well, it's interesting too, that you bring up the sports side because of course, hiring and building for like the whole ad network, would be a big shift for Netflix. Yeah. But also, also, Netflix is no stranger to pivots. Remember, they yeah. used to send DVDs out in like little paper sleeve. Right. So the funny thing, too, that they don't bring up here is the sports side. Right. Like, you don't watch live sports on Netflix. Hulu is the first person to do that, really, through the streaming. Um, well, not the first, but some of the biggest person to meet mass, you know, mass popularity or whatever. But it's interesting to see. Would you... How pissed off would you be to start seeing ads on Netflix, Jake? I'd be so fucking mad. <laughs> like that—that's like the one place you go. Like, it. Whenever you sit down, you're like, okay, you know, what? I want to watch a movie. Like, I go to Netflix all the time. Let's go branch out and see what other places have to offer. And it just comes down to how easy it is to navigate through the app. I always get like so frustrated bouncing back and forth, and then I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going back to Netflix because there's no ads and it's easy. Right. The thing thing, the thing for me too is like if, if Netflix started to like dabble into sports a little bit, I could like sports is the one thing like where the ads make sense. If I could get the sports to be as live as they're supposed to be. Right. And that's why I feel like direct TV is, is so aggressive. Like they call us all the time to come back with like unreal pricing, but you're never going to be direct TV sports package. I mean, they're yeah, they're destroying. You'll never touch Their it. Red Zone is one of the greatest inventions yep. since latex condoms. Yep, not a fan. But you, you know what? Uh, <laughs> you know what is like up there for sports. Sorry to <laughs> jump on the latex condom joke, but uh, what what you really can't beat when it comes to sports is those local guys that just know it better than anyone else. Dude, a local <laughs> sports guy that can understand really what the market is about mm-hmm. is one of my favorite things to listen to. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Back by popular demand, your sports authority, Mr. Johnny Z. Oh, welcome back to the Zanger Zone. It's your boy, Johnny Z. Let's get right into these subjects. We got the Kansas Jayhawks your national champions. Coming up this week, the Masters. LeBron James and the Lakers take a fucking shit. And at the end of the day, Robert Pujols cheats on his wife. Let's get into it, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful intro. So let's get up. Let's get up. So how was the NCAA? We wrapped it up finally. It ended just the way that it does every year. Kansas, except Tar Heels, I don't know the last time they've actually been in the championship, but... What do you think? What's yeah. your take? One, it was a it was a great game. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Carolina was up, I believe, fifteen at halftime, and uh, Kansas makes a ginormous second half comeback to win the game. I didn't even I, I watched the game; it was on, but I wasn't paying too much attention during it. Is there? 
the game still seems pretty like the 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 game evolved a ton as we were kind of going through high school into college. I think yeah. that's when we saw the game really start to evolve. Has the has the game really evolved since then though? It's been kind of the same thing. Nah, the the game has definitely become a three point game. Right. right. Steph Curry effect. Yeah. So what do we do? What are, are they going to? How long do we watch this happen? I don't know because like, the the championship game, like you had dominant bigs, like Kansas is big is easily the best in college basketball, right? Like he was unstoppable the whole mm-hmm. tournament. Yeah, but uh, I mean, what you're talking about though for the uh, changing of the game, like right. it definitely has because I remember seeing a screenshot of I think 15 seconds left in the game, and dude was pulling up from five feet behind the line with, yeah with 15 seconds of it's like why are you not holding for a better shot he's just like yep. oh he's like oh, steph does it man i'm fucking i'm pulling i'm letting it go like when's the next like are we ever gonna see like a patrick ewing a shaquille o'neal you you kind of had that with the kansas big but you won't see it in the nba no see that's so strange <clears throat> you'll to see me. it in college because college once you have a like the size difference like right. you get the ball down low well i think that's funny too is like seeing like the athletic the athletic ability of a big nowadays compared to what they were back then, you know, like Magic Johnson, Charles Barkley, those guys were such an anomaly back then. And now everyone's able to run like that. And you're seeing that type of athletic change happen, not just in basketball and a lot of other sports where you start even, even to see it in golf, which we have coming up this week, which with the masters. Yeah. Yeah. So my biggest thing on basketball, man, is, the game is only going to get quicker, and it's, and it's only going to become jump shots. Because even when you go to a high school game now, every kid is just throwing it up. So what's that? So is there any real talk about pulling the three pointer, three point line back? Is there what else can they do? Because I mean, this game's going to get pretty easy for these guys. I mean, we're watching these college athletes that are. It's insane, right? I, to see what they're doing nowadays. You know how people always say these guys cha- change the landscape of the game, mm-hmm. like Magic and Bird save the NBA. Michael will always be the face, mm-hmm. right? Kobe, Kobe, and LeBron were like the last of the two thousands, even though LeBron's still playing. But Steph Curry has completely changed the game of basketball, dude. He's a live snipe shooter from anywhere on the court. Mm-hmm. And he's every, got, sing, every single time he makes a three point shot, he's setting a record. <laughs> yeah, dude. And kids, kids today are buying his jersey over LeBron's, right? Because everyone wants to be a jump shooter. Did you see that LeBron today said that uh, Bronny, his son, is like who he wants to play with most? Yep. But he, but current players right now, he wants to play with Steph Curry. Yep. <laughs> That's and let, so dumb. Yeah, dude. Let's let's get into those Lakers. By the way, absolute dog shit. <clears throat> right now, LeBron James is uh, being blamed for a poor season due to him wanting the Russell Westbrook trade. And, yeah, absolute trash. And not only that, dude, you have the best, one of the best centers in the NBA that's always in street clothes. Absolute street clothes. Like, dude, you're, you're paid millions to play basketball and win an uh, NBA championship for the Lakers. Anthony Davis is never playing. Mm-hmm. Why is that? It hurt. He's always hurt. Always hurt. Always something, dude. And then Russell Westbrook, you could just tell from midseason, dude, he started getting into it with people in the crowd. He couldn't handle the heckling. So he's now he's like putting like getting dudes who paid hundreds of dollars to sit courtside kicked out of the game because they're calling his last name Russell Westbrook. <laughs> 
That's why I saw that. That's yeah. why those guys got kicked out. Yeah. Russell Westbrook. That that's what literally got him to get ushers that's, to get the dudes out of the game. That's lamer than a GIJ joker saying right. that you have alopecia. Right. They're <laughs> to be honest. I mean, some of them are probably going a little bit farther, but yes, right. it, it does all stem from them just heckling him. Who cares right. about farther? Right. So then, no, 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 there. Okay, so there was. Does anybody no, no. remember the Pacers Detroit Pistons? <laughs> yes, brawl that oh, went yeah. into the stands. Yeah, legendary. Did you, did you see that documentary? Oh my god, legendary. I love that documentary so much. It was great. Reggie the Goat. No, uh, but they. I, I was saying that they went farther because uh, the at a Pacers game this season, uh, it was. I think they were playing. I think the. I think they were playing Portland, and <laughs> one of the players came up to the dude like after. He like had his phone out filming, and the player just grabbed his phone and like threw it, and he was like pissed, and then like walked off. And people were like, "Oh my gosh, that's that's ridiculous! He's being he's being paid millions of dollars." And the dude was saying some like some messed up shit about his grandma or something, and it was, people were like, "Okay, that guy got lucky because because <laughs> a seven foot human being just walked up to him and only threw his phone when he could have murdered him." Right, right. <laughs> dude, so, he should have murdered him. Exactly. So that's why you know you know sometimes. They do get into it, but I could see that Russ was just getting very frustrated. Oh, a ton of players are popping off at dudes in the crowd now. Like Kevin Durant just got a hot mic the other night. He told a guy in the crowd to shut the fuck up. (laughs) That's good. I like it. I think that's what it should be. Yeah. Dude, do you remember back in high school, we played at Northside Gym, which used to be the old gym was like legendary, legendary stacked on top of the old Zollner Stadium or Zollner. I forget what the Zollner Pistons. Yeah, Zollner Pistons play there. So. You would play and you would have people talking shit to you, and it's Fort Wayne, so like kids knew like personal shit about you, and you would hear shit like that all day, and, like, and that's just the way that it was. Right. The only the how only can thing, we be more mentally tough than some of these new players out there? I feel like the only thing that's different is like when it comes to like high school and all that stuff. Like, yeah, you'll get like really mad, but you know, at the end of the day, you can go find those people, and you're not you're not a celebrity. Like, if you go. You know what I mean? Like you, you, know, could, you go meet them at the park later yeah, that night. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, like, that's a good point. These are millionaires, and they're like, they're like the greatest athletes in the world. Yeah, how they're can like, I could fucking murder you with my non-dominant hand? Not trying. Yeah. That's why, like, don't even just tell them to shut the fuck up. It's hilarious, and not even mess with them. I just don't get how they're so insecure, dude. I, I don't yeah. understand. You have millions of dollars. You got houses everywhere. Some of them are single and they're going to all these parties, smashing all these broads. How can one dude in the crowd just literally ruin your night? Yeah, I wonder if it's like a generational thing. We're just yeah, you're it's starting the world to see culture, the softest, dude. The softy, yeah. Well, people just being too soft. It kind of started with uh, with Kevin Durant with the uh, burner accounts yeah, because they're like, that's the first. What, what generation is he? Uh, is is he technically Gen Z? How old is he? <sighs> Look him up. He he could be at the end of. He's significantly younger than us, right? Thirty. Yeah. Thirty. So then he would be a millennial. He. Yeah. Okay. So he's thirty-three. Yeah. So he's a millennial. Yeah. So he's he's like one of the. I mean, and him and LeBron, but people were saying that are like it's just an example of like millennials becoming these superstars, and then that they're still like sensitive enough to where he makes burner accounts to come at people online yeah. on Twitter. Who has the time too? Like, so do, you, do you know? Do you know how they found out about that? Because was it because of what's his name? No, because he went. He went to tweet at someone on his burner account, and like was talking about himself in third person or whatever it was, but tweeted as himself. And so everyone's like, "Why the fuck?" Oh, he meant to send that as a different account. 
Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. That's hilarious. Yeah. What a bitch. The, yeah, the NBA saw that's why their ratings are absolute dog shit, and the Lakers are dog shit, and uh, LeBron's tweets are now just coming back and yeah. making him look like an idiot. So Remember on uh, April Fool's Day, literally just however many days ago, he, he, was, he made a joke that he was out for the rest of the season. Yeah. It's like, dude, why would you be making that joke when you're – Literally about to be done for the season. Yeah, I saw a photo playoffs. today. It showed Kobe Bryant on his 17-win season playing in the in the final game while LeBron's in street clothes, which he if they would have won last night, they still would have had an opportunity to be playing the playing game. Just two different two different mentalities, dude. Two different mentalities all day long. That's funny too, because you I think LeBron's like a year older than us or a year younger than us. He's older. When you're older. Yep. So he, I mean, the one thing that bums me out is like he was like, like you said, like the last from the, like he played against Jordan. Right. So he has that. There's like something about when he kind of came into the, into the NBA that you hope that he holds like that, that maybe that the way that Jordan carried himself would have kind of like rubbed off as LeBron kind of took over that spot. And mm-hmm. I, in my heart of hearts, do not think that he did. And I think that – and I was a LeBron fan because our basketball coach gave me a LeBron high school video yeah. of him playing in high school. So I was a LeBron fan for a long time, and then he kind of just, like, kind of started to annoy me. And really, I think Kobe was the last. Yeah, he for sure. You know what I mean? And it's funny, too, because there's just such a different – it's an athletes, and there's so much time has passed now that people forget how things were back then. One really good example of that is, have you guys seen that video of O.J. Simpson in Miami? With the- <laughs> yeah! Oh, that's amazing. I'm sorry. So he's in Miami with these girls trying to wake him up, and they're like, wakey, wakey, hands off the yeah, snakey. He's like, it. girls, this man will straight up decapitate, decapitate you. you. <laughs> and then write a book about it. And get paid millions. Yeah, I don't like, dude. They don't even, I bet those girls don't even know, let alone who he is now. I bet they don't know the trial stuff. And then I definitely bet they don't even know that he was a star tailback at one time, too. Right. So it's it's the the years over time, too, start to change people's perception of everything because there's just so much space. Yep. It's wild. He's he's the reason the Kardashians are famous. For real. Oh, yeah. Some people don't even know that. True statement. Which is very strange. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. But yeah, I mean, I did it sucks that, that he killed someone, but it you know it also sucks. I guess <laughs> allegedly, was, allegedly, that video was wild, <laughs> dude. What a great time! And and you know what? That's that's Miami. That for is you. Miami. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing I was talking about too is just this, the change in athlete too. You yeah. see that you're seeing in every sport. You see that in the Masters. You put money on anybody this week? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Justin Thomas. Go Thomas. Rolling with JT. I'm in a group chat with a bunch of guys, and we're all throwing down on JT. Okay, I'm gonna talk with you after this because yeah. I want to find some weirdo like Xander, or there's some like Xander. Xander will be up there. Will he be up there already? He'll be up there. Damn. And then Cameron Smith is the other big one. Okay, that people think I'm gonna win. I like. I want to try to find somebody that no one's betting on yet. But the, the Under, biggest, underdog. Yeah. I love the underdog. The yeah. biggest news is our boys back. Tiger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, dude. What he does for that game is just Did insane. you see his practice round on Monday? Yeah. The crowd? Like, oh, he looked kind of tight. I'm like, he'll be all right. 
<laughs> did, you, did you see the crowd though? Just the guy literally <laughs> almost lost his legs in a car crash. <laughs> He'll be okay. The funny thing though, too, about that is his, his, I don't think there's anybody in any sport. I don't think anyone has been this important to their sport. No. Compared to Tiger Woods. Nope. Try, try to name somebody. You can't say Michael Jordan. I mean, at the peak of his career. Was bigger than what Tiger's done for, well, for yeah, golf? Well, yeah, because Jordan's also, his, his brand has always been global. And it's so global to where, yeah. like, it got, I think, it, no, it got the me, entire I think world. Huge. And it got I the only world wear Jordans, by the way, for bas- for golf anyways. Yeah. But You're not wearing Tiger's? Does he even have shoes? Why doesn't he have shoes? Does he not have shoes? I'm sure he does, but you're wearing Jordans. So. I'm wearing Jordans. <laughs> you talking about Tiger? He's sponsored by Nike, dude. Yeah, but I never. I'm on Nike's website, the app, way too much buying shit, and I've never seen the Tiger Woods golf shoes. Can you look that up? There's the how does he not have a, t- a shoe? That's absurd. But anyways, the Jays are sick. On they're my favorite golf shoe. And yeah, I've been he, through a lot of them. I um. He does. I think it was today. He does. They're just not. They're not cool. Looking. I think you were talking about today, dude. How he looked rough, which he did. I saw like videos of him getting up because Augusta, dude, is as hilly as it gets for a right. That's course. he's going to get up and down legitimately, I, like for. <laughs> I get up we and all down. want him to win, or I personally want him to win. Oh yeah, but I I think just from watching today, and a lot of people are going to disagree with me. I think he's going to gas out, and he'll probably miss the cut. He he's there for tomorrow and Friday. Okay, let's look at those. Oh my gosh, those are so boring. He's got yeah, kids. Like are they dad. Nikes? Yeah, they're they Nikes. Look like, they look like dad shoes. Yeah, Jordans are way better. That's what I'm saying. I just got yeah, the new you're black wearing ones. I'm so pumped. Like, oh, he's. I, I'm not. I'm <laughs> just making a joke. But you want to say he's done the most for uh, his sport, but you don't even wear his shoes for his. Sport, <laughs> yeah, so. you guys kind of just like proved me wrong there, right? <laughs> so maybe Jordan did more for basketball then, dude. Yeah, Jesus, dude. Time. I will say it's this. just like nobody watches golf like. When Tiger plays, so I, many people come out of the woodwork to oh, watch. Oh, no. Oh, absolutely. No, like, so I do understand Nike the point. stopped selling apparel and golf equipment, or golf equipment, not golf apparel, because of Tiger quitting golf for a little, little while there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got to, I just keep thinking of that. But you're right. But, yeah, Jordan, way more. Jordan's all day. And, and also, there was that article that came out, too, when Tiger Woods didn't know how to talk to women, and he's sitting at a card table with Michael Jordan and Barkley. And Barkley and Jordan both looked at each other like, what? You just say I'm Tiger Woods, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, didn't he get caught like having like an orgy with like 11 women? I oh, think yeah, he yeah. what he's doing. A ton of women do. But he, Ty, Tiger obviously has the biggest fan base in golf, but Jordan will always, always, always have that cool factor to him. Oh, yeah. No matter what. He's, he still rocks the earring. Dude, that thing dangles too, man. <laughs> He's just got a swagger to him, dude. Yeah. Jordan will always be the best in basketball, right? And his brand will never die. So you guys are going with who again? Justin Thomas? Justin Thomas. Okay. Interesting. Yep. You know, it's funny. We're talking about all these athletes, college and and professional, but sometimes you as a a defensive coach, um, you got some star athletes coming up too, right? I think we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. So my uh, free safety just made the uh, cover of Indiana Digest uh, football, top 25 player in the state. <laughs> Shout out to CJ Davis. He's a listener. So that's great. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, no. Yeah. So I, uh, we actually just worked out last night together, man. He's dude, he's just so humble and such a great kid. And I, I couldn't be more proud of him, and it's going to be exciting to see where he goes. Yeah, I'm excited to watch him this season. Yep. It's going to be fun. Yep. 
Um, you know, we were talking about the kind of like the the age of you know the new the new people come into the NBA, this new generation, how those have changed. I think one thing that's interesting about our generation is that we've we went from like barely having internet to now we're starting to see like a rise of new social media outlets. Yep. Too you much know, too much internet. Almost too much, right? Yeah. So uh Trump's truth social. Yes. Right. <laughs> the truth. Well, sorry to break it to you, Johnny, but <laughs> They, he's make America great again. Yeah, yeah. Trump's true social <laughs> gets off to a Christ. very rocky start here. So, uh, former President Trump's platform, True Social, has made a little impact on the social media market. Roughly two weeks after launching on the Apple App Store, uh, with hundreds of thousands of potential users stuck on a lengthy wait list. Now, Ooh. did you get in on time on this? I will not disclose that information. Okay, very cool. That's smart. So, the social media. Go follow uh, my friend, though, Iron Patriot. Was was he the dude with the buffalo hat? No, it's just a great guy (laughs) who's on True Social. That's so funny. Well, the social media platform initially roared onto the scene, capturing the top spot for free downloads on the Apple App Store market. But after less than 20 days, True Social finds itself far down the list at 116, right between the app for DoorDash and the game in which Genie guesses internet celebrities. So, and also DoorDash is the worst food app on the planet. So, yeah, it's terrible. not looking good. The explanation for the the drop is the fairly straightforward. The app has been inaccessible for most users, while the ones who have been admitted have had little to be excited about. So, Trump Media and Technology Group CEO Devin Nunez did previously caution that the app would not be fully functional until the end of March. Okay. But the platform's rocky start cannot be wholly dismissed and is likely indicative of problems to come. The reality is that even under the best of circumstances, with good faith and expertise in a non-divisive premise, social media platforms are hard to launch. Most of them are not successful, said American University Communications Chair Aram Seenrich. Has any, I mean, you're on TikTok, you're on... Love TikTok. I'm not on TikTok, actually. You're on Twitter. How are you not on TikTok? Uh, it's it's just like I did took it off my phone because I was like watching too many videos. I mean, I I see like I definitely watch a bunch of reels that are TikToks on Instagram. Yeah, but, I mean, I think I've said this before, but it just all stems back to my loyalty to Vine. It's just crazy. Like call me call dude, me old. Vine was the greatest. Call me old time. school. Vine was, Vine was the greatest. <laughs> oh, thing ever. so fun. You had to be. You had to show humor in six seconds. Oh, dude, That's I so love perfect. that video so, so much. Perfect. Those videos were so which is, funny. Which is why the TikToks today that are going viral are like, what, 10 seconds? Like, they're the shortest ones mm-hmm. that take I, I, off. It just, like, it was such a simpler time to when, like, you see a man make it look like he pukes out an orange out of his mouth, and it was, like, the, the funniest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> it, I have it a just hilarious brought, video on there that we'll talk about off air, but I still think about it, like, a few times a week, and I just laugh at myself. Don't bring up stuff on air. I, I'm sorry. I know. Well, it's funny too. The, the, the shitty part about this is the va- the mast the vast majority of people that had signed up can't get even access to the platform. But I saw what he said the other day. He's like, "Get ready, <laughs> your favorite president will see you soon." Did, was was he saying that because Elon Musk uh, just became a majority holder of Twitter? I think so. Not only did he take over majority, but he's they're also thinking he he should be moving into a board seat here soon. So wow. that's what's going to be fucking crazy is when what, he takes a board seat. What can't that guy do? Dude, I love Elon. He's the man. Huge cock. 
So he'll. So he should get. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So they did announce. Uh, Twitter did announce uh, yesterday uh, that uh, Tesla CEO Elon Musk will join the board of directors. As long as Musk is serving on the board, and for 90 days after, he will not be able to own more than 14.9 percent of Twitter stock. Twitter said in the Securities and Exchange Commission filing, Musk's term on the board will expire at the social media's company in 2024. Um, per the annual meeting of stockholders. The move comes after Musk revealed that he acquired a 9.2% stake in Twitter, making Musk the largest outside shareholder uh, of the social media platform. So, what do you think? This is big. This is big. I feel like he will eventually start to make moves. He'll find, like he'll He'll make his way into a position to where he can make calls to where, like, I mean, because he he's been very vocal on Twitter, saying that Twitter has problems about like, uh, you know, block. censorship, yes, the whole thing. all that stuff. So they banned a sitting president, dude. Yeah, they that's banned you, a lot of people for nothing, and they still there's yeah. a lot of active like accounts where people are literally beheading people in Syria and a bunch of other crazy <laughs> shit, and they let that stuff go. And it's funny too, like how much porn is on Twitter too. It's like okay, right. what are we banning here? Right, and and, and like I saw uh, there was there was a there was like this really weird thing with the algorithm. I think I might have been explaining it to you uh, another point in time, but uh, my brother sent it to me, and it was like two pictures that were like really long, to where if you open them up, they're like you would have to scroll. Yeah, but uh, in the left photo. It was a picture at the top of like some anime boobs or something. Yeah, and then. A bunch of space, and at the very bottom, it was Ted Cruz. <laughs> and then the right photo at the top is Ted Cruz, and then you have to scroll all the way down, and it's anime anime tits. <laughs> and then, but you know, it can't show you that whole thing on the thing on the feed. Yeah. So then it has to just pick a point, <laughs> and then so when you look at it, when you're scrolling, you just see anime tits. <laughs> no Ted Cruz. <laughs> It is just because the algorithm is like, oh, boobs. Yeah, make that the front. Boobs are put, good. I, uh, put no. that in the front. I've almost had to delete my TikTok because my algorithm is so messed up. It's like that's, that's, that's one of you, dude. Every time I swipe, it's a blonde with boobs. It was like, no, Aaron thinks I have the <laughs> you worst. Just, you just outed yourself. Man. Oh, my, my wife sees it. She sits right next to me. The, it, my Instagram <laughs> reels have the weirdest algorithm, too. Yeah. Like, I always send, like, the shit, like... There's a video of some chick like squirting ho- uh, water into her nose and all the snot comes out. <laughs> that's going a different direction. And then it cuts to this guy catching like something that looks like snot in his mouth. It's disgusting. And I, I have like thousands of videos of stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> how do I stop this from happening? I don't understand. Yeah, mine's mine's a mixture of uh, animals, <laughs> sports stuff, and then weird ass shit. Like <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, mine's sports and then like my wife lookalikes. <laughs> Your wife's looking over your shoulder like, well, at least you have a type. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's funny, too. Musk did reply to your point, Jake. Uh, Musk replied in a tweet that he's looking forward to working with Prague and Twitter board to make significant improvements to Twitter in the coming months. So Yeah, you can't silence people, dude. I think it's fucked up, man. Sometimes I wish we would treat them like some of these social media outlets, treat them like almost like a utility. But I don't know. I've jury still out for me on understanding how I want to feel about that, but. Oh, hello. <laughs> Beautiful. Speaking of. Great timing. Speaking of, which I wish my grandpa was around to talk to him about this. 
Amazon eyeing the plan to ban words such as union, restrooms, and slave labor from internal chat apps. Oh, boy. Do you know that? Do you know that? Yes. Uh, we're, you doing, know that? we're doing labor, but you, I mean, what, you know what kind it is. How do, you, how do you think? What would be your grandpa's first reaction? To this story or yes. to like anything? Just any any of that being banned or just what's going on in the world today with that. Dude, he'd be so confused by shit. Like, it'd be so funny. <laughs> huh? Get, huh? The no, Miller he, light in his hand? Yeah. Huh? I feel like if you if you were able to bring anyone back from that generation to tell them about stuff, they would imme- immediately be like, send me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. No, I know. He would be like... What, like kind of walk him through like the whole like trans thing right now like oh he's uh here's my friend so and so he's trans fluid or something he'd be like he wouldn't even his brain couldn't comprehend what you're saying yeah him. the pronouns yeah the pronoun stuff he couldn't even do it but the thing about amazon is we they just had their first warehouse unionized in uh in new york oh boy okay. their first warehouse unionized yikes and it was led by a guy that they fired. Iron Patriot? <laughs> no, they fired this guy, and he came back and was able to help unionize uh, their first warehouse. So they're going to be up against it here soon. And here's what's crazy. If Amazon unionizes, one of the biggest things, and you know, we're not that we're big as Amazon or anything. Obviously, we're not. But understanding supply chain, the crazy thing about Amazon, if they unionize, is Amazon is so helpful and they get shipments out so fast because they dictate when their people can work. If they unionize, that's one of the main things that these people will be able to dictate is how often and when they work. Mm. So this is going to be a possible detrimental thing to Amazon if the union if it unionizes. Oh my gosh, just think about like the like everything that's going to cause from like you know, workers wanting to be, you know, treated better and have, like, everything better in their work environment. And then that's going to affect us not being able to get packages, you know, when we want them. And that's going to create so many, uh, you know, Twitter warriors, like, complaining and, like, you know what I mean? Just, like, moms and influencers, like, complaining that don't get it because they're not working in those factories. Right. They're like, <laughs> they're like, why is my package not on time? You know what I mean? Like that's it's going to cause like a whole thing. Oh yeah, even. no doubt. That's the biggest part about this. <laughs> right? I'll help my bank account. What did you say? I'll help my bank account. <laughs> you be like, oh, I'm not going to get this in time anyway, so I'm not going to. No, buy my wife this. just always acts so surprised, like when these boxes show up on our front doorstep. Oh, it's like I don't remember that. It's like you ordered this. I get the updates on my emails. <laughs> oh, how'd that get here? Oh, well, that's weird. I don't. Did I accidentally add that to the cart and then approve it twice? <laughs> Weird. Yeah, so anyway, this is going to be really interesting how this turns out. Um, so we'll, we'll do some updates on this uh, because as this changes, it, it, it will matter. You know, it will matter. Going back, I sorry, I just can't stop thinking about uh, you said you like your grandpa's, like, <laughs> in, like that generation. Like, you know, I, I like to think that, you know, they're watching, you know, looking down on us and stuff. But I can't help but imagine them like watching us, like they're watching a television show that they don't get. Well, <laughs> like yeah. just, just like it's like us watching. Uh, what's the game they they play in England that looks like baseball, but it's not cricket. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's like us watching cricket. I'm like, wait, what? What's he doing with that flat bat? <laughs> they're just like yelling down at us. <laughs> like what? No. Well, not only that, like, it, not, it, why would you put your what, <laughs> blue? Your hair is blue. <laughs> 
Like not like if, if your grandpa was running his company today, like there's no doubt in my mind he'd get canceled for his mouth. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what no I mean? No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. There's just there's just no filter. Oh yeah. And that's just I mean, you still hear that nowadays, but it's a it's just totally different now. Yeah. yeah. I mean he couldn't even that's like the least of his worries nowadays. Right. You know? Right. It's so Amazon did come out and they because so the the fulfillment center that unionizes in Staten Island, and so in response, they uh, Amazon issued a statement saying that they were disappointed in the election results, saying we're disappointed with the outcome of the election in Staten Island because we believe having a direct relationship with the company is best for our employees. The company said, adding that it will may, it may be filing objections based on the inappropriate and undue influence by the National uh, National Labor Relations Board. So what they're saying here is that they're saying that they want to be able to work with their employees directly. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. Now they're going to have to go through this union to get anything approved. So you're talking about changing hours. Yeah. All these other crazy things that can be going into it. Now I'm all for um, better work environment. I just don't know how, and I don't know enough about the issues from the work environments. I haven't heard much besides from this one fulfillment center. Um, but I, I would like to understand a little bit more about some of the unjust stuff that Amazon has been doing for the employees. I don't know enough, but do you remember when those hurricane hurricanes came through and like they wiped out those, uh, those factories and a bunch of people died? No, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. Oh yeah. We're not allowed to talk about weather at work. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's not a joke, but, <laughs> Like it's very it's very serious and sad that uh, when those like when those factories got wiped out and a bunch of people died, they like went through and like some some of the final texts that they sent to their families were was Amazon won't let us leave. Wow. And and a bunch of people died. Damn. Yeah. Okay, so maybe they need to unionize out there. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, it I could be different. Enough. You know, it could be different. Warehouse to warehouse. Absolutely, but... Like, dude, couldn't you just leave? That's dark. Like, it's on you, kind of, right? Like, can't you just leave? I'm out. There's literally a Category 4 get, right outside. <laughs> See ya. They'll get buzzed. What were they doing? Like, locking him in the doors? Like, yeah, putting like, a broomstick across the door? I mean, I mean, you think about it. If you're, like, in a factory... You know it's, it's coming, like, hey, I, I heard It's I heard it's bad out there. Like, you know, you know when he, Like, you don't know when it's too late. So you're like, hey, should we, like, we need to get out of here. And they're like, uh, nope. They said, you guys got to keep working. It's not that bad. Like, you know what I mean? It had to have been a situation like that. Yeah, possibly. To where it's like, it was just too late. Like, they probably started to leave. Right. And it was too late. Dude, sometimes, that doesn't make any sense to me because I've been a part of two hurricanes and it's a mandatory evacuation. How can a company make you stay there if the state is having you leave? Mm, I got to dig into that one, my friend. Uh, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. I, we should dive, dive, dive into this a little bit more. You, if it's a, a mandatory evacuation, they cannot hold you. There. I want to know. Yeah, I want to know how they didn't let them leave. I just need to know mm-hmm. that. It's got. It's probably out there. We're just yeah, again, I can definitely pull it up. Yeah, pull it up. Um, yeah, I mean, you're thinking like, and in Staten Island too. It's not. It's not as. I don't want to word this. It's not like a. It's not like Manhattan, right? It's more neighborhood, right? Or more, what's the word I'm looking for? More suburban, I guess. So I wonder. I mean, because that kind of plays into like what's the landscape, right? These people are having to get off the island to get home. I'm mm-hmm. sure. So maybe that plays a part in it. 
um, you know, maybe it's kind of what Jake's saying, like where they're like, they keep pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. And then all of a sudden the storm hits and they just can't leave at all now. Right. So say people wanted to leave six hours earlier to beat the storm and they're like, no, you're not leaving. So that maybe that's it too. And that I makes a lot know. of sense. I don't know. I don't know. So like, I mean, this is what it was saying. This was from December. This was in December of last year. And it says, an Amazon worker who was killed in Illinois' warehouse collapse wasn't allowed Illinois. to leave. What? Illinois. Illinois. Illinois go yeah, on. sorry. I was, I was trying to actually just skip over the Edward, Edwardsville. I didn't want to say that. But uh, warehouse collapse wasn't allowed to leave as tornado was approaching, his girlfriend told the New York Post. Um, Larry, who... Uh, was started working for Amazon five months ago, which is also the same name of every person that's ever died from a tornado. Go on, <laughs> Larry. Rest Larry, in, rest in peace. Was among the six employees who died in the destruction. A large wall in the warehouse and a section of the roof collapsed. His girlfriend told the Post in an article published Sunday that she was texting him shortly before. Uh, he's always he always tells me when he is filling up the Amazon truck when he's getting ready to go back. I was like, okay, I love you. He was like, well, Amazon won't let it lo- won't let me leave until after the storm blows over. So, so they're keeping there from keeping them there for safety. I suppose. Well, that's a different story too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and so that's yeah, that's all I heard was the headline. So, so they were keep, skew it. Yeah. So take that to a different state where there's water rising. How do you keep someone in a factory to protect them with rising water levels? That makes zero sense. Rising water levels. You're pulling on that out of a make-believe situation. Uh, uh, hurricane. No, talking about the hurricane. hurricane. I, I, I know. I know. Okay. But no, I'm saying, but did that <laughs> I don't happen? know how but, hurricanes did, work. Did, did that happen in this situation, though? You know what I mean? I, we don't I'm know. I'm just trying to put the two stories yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I like, they kept them there for safety. Well, you can't do that in a hurricane, dude. Yeah. You're going to drown. So, but... So maybe it was just maybe it goes. We back don't want to you the, guys to leave. Yeah, it's dangerous out there. Maybe Amazon needs to like build a better building. Maybe might, that's it, the problem. It, it might come back to whoever built the building. Then yeah, mm. jeez, that's Cause, interesting. Yeah, because if the roof collapsed and a wall collapsed, do you see how massive those buildings are too? They're when huge. We drive, yeah. It's crazy. The one by our airport is yeah. massive. Yeah, it's huge. Well, speaking of uh, us not getting our packages on time, I do have an update on the Delphi murders, if you guys want to go through there oh at boy. all. Oh, boy. Um, would you guys be pumped for that? A little update? I know who would be super pumped about that is uh, Taryn Merrill, so go ahead. Ooh, are they? <laughs> is she a big listener? She's from that area. She's all No in. shit, is yeah. she? Oh, I'd yeah. love to hear from her standpoint. We need to get her to call in on that. Ooh, let's try and do that next week. Yeah. I'd love to get her point, especially if she knows some families there. Let's get Ooh. into it. All right, let's dive in. That's our new intro music for when we do Delphi murder updates. So, a break in the Delphi murders. Transcripts were revealed and some new details if you're not paying attention to the full story. Uh, For five years, the murders of 13-year-old Abby Williams and 14-year-old Libby German have hung over Delphi, ghosts that couldn't be put to rest. On February 13, 2017, the two best friends went for a walk 
into the remote historic trails of Delphi. All that has come out of the woods is questions, sorrow, and speculation. So who killed these girls and why? Well, now thanks to these new transcripts provided to Fox 59, our lovely uh, news partners down in Indianapolis there, uh, and a podcast, uh, the Murder Sheet Podcast. These dads suck. (laughs) These dads suck. The Murder Sheet Podcast, new details have come to light. These transcripts have uh, may point to a much prayed for break in the cold case and to suspect whom police may have long had their eye on. Now, for years, the best evidence police had had for the girl's killer came from a video captured, obviously, on Libby's cell phone. Um, but that video and the context on that phone has been heavily guarded uh, by both the state police and uh, the police in uh, Delphi. Um Several suspects have emerged over the last five years, but it's in interviews with the most recent potential suspect where answers in the cold case could be taking shape. In August of 2020, 27-year-old Keegan Klein of Peru was arrested on 30 counts of child solicitation, child exploitation, and possession of child porn. But to Libby Klein, uh, but to Libby, Klein may have been known by another name, and this is what everyone saw that hit the news, which was his online persona called Anthony Shots, which was like a social media account. He used a bunch of fake pictures of a male model. On the Facebook. Yeah, to yeah. solicit nude photos of teenage girls between 2016 and 2017. Well, Klein admitted to police that Anthony Shots' account was used to talk to underage girls. He told police that he'd find girls, both people he knew and didn't know on Instagram, and asked them to message him on Snapchat or other apps. So past reports revealed Klein was questioned by police after the search of his home in Peru 12 days after Abby and Libby were murdered. So they talked to him immediately. They, they talked to him very quickly mm-hmm. after the murders. In the newly obtained transcripts that were briefly posted on the Miami County Court website earlier this month, Klein is in it, interrogated by the state trooper and a sheriff's deputy on the 18th. Confronted with the knowledge that the detectives knew he was communicating with Libby and her friends the night before the disappearance when Libby, Libby, Libby was at a sleepover. My brother and I have been saying this. My brother and I have been talking about this, that this had to be a two-guy job this whole time. Mm-hmm. Right? And we talked about it a couple episodes ago where how the hell do you move two people from the site where we know that they were abducted to the spot where they were found. Right. So, um, there, there's a quote here that says the police go, um, you had told investigators, um, and I know you say you don't remember a girl that you ever talked to, but I know you remember Liberty German. Police said, right. And you know, you talked to her and you admitted to talking to her. And then Klein says, I don't think I ever did though. I think I talked to one of her friends. Like I told them, police said you admitted to that you talked to her for a few hours at a sleepover and then you blocked her because she was annoying you remember he said yeah you're right yeah i do remember that he's like you remember that he says yeah a couple of pages later in the transcript the trooper confronts klein saying that anthony shots was supposed to meet liberty libby on the delphi high bridge the day she died okay so he's saying did they quote him saying um yeah it's Sorry. a transcript. I know, but the, there's two ums. Okay. He goes, see, I don't remember ever saying to meet up with me, though. <laughs> I, think, like I think he's trying to portray how dumb this guy uh, is. Oh, so, like, I don't remember ever saying to meet up with me, though. 
Earlier, the trooper quoted Klein's message to another person after he learned about Libby and Abby's murders, where Anthony Schatz wrote, yeah, we were supposed to meet, but she never showed up. Mm. Mm. Jeez. Um, uh, dun, 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 two people. Right. So, but police told Klein that they believed at least two people had access to the Anthony Schatz account based on the forensic investigation into the syntax or wording used by the account. So they're talking about some forensics investigation into the syntax of wording. So they're not even saying that they're like looking at like where the phone. It should have been geotagged, like where. They're not saying that here, though. I know. You I know. would think they did, and maybe they did, but they also could possibly not be sharing that because they want to be able to prove that he was geotagged in the right place later on. Correct. So it's yeah. possible they're not sharing that. But they are saying that just using syntax and wording used by the account, that we have two different people using the kick messenger talking to people from our residence. Police, <laughs> bless you. Police told Klein. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier in the interview, Klein said he gave his password to the account to a lot of people. What? Yeah, so I, what so I'm assuming means- is he's like selling the account, I would imagine. So he's like, hey, man, give me X amount of dollars. I can give you access to this account. This well, account is actively talking to all these underage girls. What makes me think about it is, like, uh, you know how, like, they said that there's, like, pedophile lingo that they use, like, within mm-hmm. their chat, like, mm-hmm. their groups and chats? Just makes it sound like he was a part of a group. And they all share this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there you go. Almost, like, too descriptive, Jake. Anyways, where, <laughs> where were you on August 18th or on February 14th? We really, we really are going to have... Taryn call in on this because I remember when we first brought up the Delphi I she sent me message after message after message on Instagram and she goes I've been driving this whole time like wanting to call you and talk about this her message was there's a ton of pictures that haven't been released yet yeah, yeah. Delphi is a small town and that Bridgeless Park is like a nature rock area where, where people go for walks all the time she goes I had my senior pictures taken there so I know this area very very well would love to call in and talk about this. There's a lot of stuff hidden behind the scenes with the cops. All right, so let's line that up for next week because yeah. it'll be fun to talk about. Because some of the stuff, I'm not going to say like where our source was yet, but we have a really interesting source. We're in Fort Wayne. It's not too yeah. far. We have a really interesting source that's super close to the case. And some of the information that she was giving us was pretty insane and nothing that you could find necessarily directly in any of the forums or anything, but definitely makes sense to like how we already thought that this had to have happened. So, so like I said, um, in another transcript given to Fox 59 by the murder sheet podcast, Klein speaks to the HLN producer, Barbara McDonald in a jailhouse interview on December 9th, 2021, which is, she's the one that did the big down the hill podcast, Mm -hmm. Um, from HLN. So this is really cool that, but they didn't show this interview. So I wonder why, but, uh, Klein said his father had access to the Anthony shots account as well. Oh, Klein also oh, told McDonald that Indiana state police reportedly told him they knew it was my dad person. that killed Abby and Libby. Oh boy. I repeat. Klein also told McDonald that Indiana state police reportedly told him they knew it was my dad that killed Abby and Libby. Do we have a picture of what this guy looks like? Because does he look like the, the sketches? The, the sketches. I have right here. 
So can we find can we find Klein's dad? Which just backs what she just said what she said months ago on these messages. Like this is a couple months ago when we brought up the first episode right. of this. She goes, the cops are hiding stuff because they have them. Yeah, but they just didn't have enough to right. lock it in. Yeah. That's the last thing you want to do is like let this thing get away. That would be insane. Mm-hmm. The last thing I want to do is have our podcast be the one that puts out too much information, though. Because you said they want to hide information. So it all comes back to... So these dads suck blowing the case. <laughs> so I, I want to make sure that doesn't happen. Whatever we do. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll be we'll, careful. We'll with be it. good, man. Yeah, we'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. There you go. Iron Patriot. All right, I'm going to share you. I'm going <laughs> I'm going to share this link to you. Uh, Jake and I or to UZ and I want you to be the cop and I will be Zach or I'll be the Klein guy yeah so i just sent you the link if you scroll down um you'll see the conversation where it starts with mcdonald okay Ooh, kind of makes me hungry (laughs) (laughs) what is your while we while he pulls that up what's your mcdonald's order when you go i honestly don't go that much uh oh yeah sure go ahead what's your order (laughs) uh i don't know dude it's i feel like i just will get a mix of uh a mcdouble and then like a mcchicken to mix it up but what I used to love was mm, their big chickens don't look good to me. Their yeah, because you go to McDonald's because the food looks good. It doesn't look good. The burgers look good. I know, I know, but McDonald's trash, buddy. But they're, they're I, but they look the burger looks wraps, good compared to the chicken. Their wraps were so good. I, that used to be my go to for sure. Yep, trash. Well, that's why I don't go to McDonald's. <laughs> you're talking about where do you think you're going to be charged? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. you want me to be McDonald? Yeah, you're the cop. <clears throat> okay, you be Ronald. Do you, any, <clears throat> do you have any detective music we can play? Detective music, <laughs> <laughs> just the murderer. I think it's like a, it's a good like old timey cop thing, where like the lamps above my head. Oh, that's how you want me to talk. Uh, you like, do, do, do you think you're you gonna want. be charged with it, eh? <laughs> yeah, Shane. down by the river, huh? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, private investigator. You sure. ready? <clears throat> Do you think you're going to be charged with anything related to Abby and Libby's murder? Um. <laughs> um. No. Shouldn't be laughing. No, I don't. So they haven't? The state police haven't threatened that? No. No. Do you feel like they're trying to get to pin this on your dad? Yes. Yes, I do. And that's probably why he's not speaking to you, isn't it? Because when I first got arrested, they told me that they knew it was my dad. And if that if I if I tell them all my charges will be dropped. Case closed. <laughs> it does not say that shit. It does not say case closed. <laughs> no, but at the end it does uh get kind of wild. Cause he's like, Well, where was your dad at this time? And he says, my dad was in Miami. <laughs> okay, so here's the funniest part about this story. This means nothing to me. Yeah, great music, Jake. By Thank the way. you. That was awesome. Yeah. This means nothing to me. All right. It's, it's like kind of like a story they just put out there, I think. So he's trying to, he, he was trying to say that he was, he just said, like, 
the only reason he spoke was they were saying that his charges would be dropped. He was just trying to do a cop out. Yeah, they're they're trying to just tell him like, tell us it was your dad, and we won't, and we'll drop your charges. Oh, okay. Well, okay. And we'll give you the rap from McDonald's. Yeah, and we'll give you a this McDonald's piece rap. Of shit rap that Jake loves. My thing is though, <laughs> the rap was good. This guy doesn't. Come and, and I saw pictures of this guy. He was not ordering the rap. Okay. <laughs> So, all right, so let's try to make sense of this because it's kind of bullshit. In this interview with McDonald, Klein said his father was abusive, once holding guns on him and his mother. Klein also said that his dad has post de- past domestic violence cases filed against him and a history of violence toward women, saying he had been to jail over beating his ex-wife. Klein then said his father also liked younger women and claimed he once slept with a 17-year-old when Klein was 20. In the 194-page transcript of the police's conversation with Klein, the man was questioned about using his Anthony Schatz account to communicate with Libby German the night before her death. Klein told investigators he didn't exchange photos with Libby, but did admit to receiving photos from a friend of hers who was at the same sleepover. So that's another thing that like the cops are holding on to. So they know that there's possibly communication or friends from a different girl at the sleepover. The transcripts also reveal that police told Klein that he failed a polygraph test when asked if he knew who killed Abby and Libby. Also, that he deleted search history on his phone between the dates of February 10th and February 15th, 2017. The transcripts also revealed that he used another persona named Emily Ann to message underage girls and ask them questions like, My dad asked your age limit. Klein also said his father was freaking out when Klein told him February of 2015 that detectives said Klein was a suspect in the Delphi murders. Libby's cell phone captured both an image of a man approaching her on the high bridge and recording as the man told the girls go down the hill. Klein told McDonald his father weighs around 280 pounds and that he's a deer hunter and has a robust enough to walk through the woods and strong enough to retrieve a deer. The Indiana State Police issued a statement to Fox 59 stating that they want to make it clear they did not release this information. This is an ongoing investigation, and out of respect for that, the ISP declined to comment at this time. So the Indiana State Police investigators continue to seek additional tips and urge citizens to call the Indiana State Police if they have any information on this case. You can read the full transcript below of Klein and his interview with the police. Man, I feel like we should just call her out of the blue. And could you just get real? But we're also going to throw her off, too, if we call her right now. Right. But, like, she knows everything. The The thing is, though, we I feel like we have enough. Like, my question isn't about who did it, why they did right. it. How do we not have enough to get his dad? The whole story, like, some of the stuff that I might, I would guess that she knows or things that she's heard is that there's definitely, there was definitely some type of DNA left with the bodies. Mm-hmm. So if we have the DNA from them and we have the, I'm sure they can get the DNA of this guy, the dad, can we make it work? How do we, why are we not locking this dude in? I don't, that's my question. Like this to me is all bullshit. Like, why are we not arresting this guy? What are we missing? I don't know. So it's the piece of shit dad. Could be. I mean, everything the kid is saying. And it brings it back to a two-person job. It comes back to a two-person job. It could have been him. 
Dude, if he's given that password, it could have been his dad and some other weird fucking yeah, dude. So that's why that's what I was thinking that if he gave that password up, it I mean it could be more than two people. Right. And so that's that might be why they're not wanting to bring the hammer down and just book this one guy because they want to make sure they get every single person involved and they want to get to the source of all the other people that he's sharing it with. Who else would even want this type of password? Right. This type of account. They want to get every single person that they possibly can. Right. Well, obviously, if you search and look for Keegan Klein's dad, he definitely looks like a sketch. But here's the problem. We talked about this last time. You can make anybody look like the sketch. Right. Yeah. But he, dude. Wait, do you have a picture up? Yeah. Let me, let me see. It was Jacob put it on the big screen here. He has the picture and you want me to put it on the big screen. <laughs> dude, yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, it does The big screen is only for us. People are listening right now. And All like, you do, it's an the, easy Google search. If I'm you're selfish. Listening. I know. I so so, so t- tell them exactly <laughs> what to look up. So all I did was Googled Keegan Anthony Klein and um, their uh, dad or his father. I put Keegan Anthony Klein's father, and there's just a, <laughs> a ton of photos. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I'm seeing videos and like they have, they have their face right next to the sketch, and it's like there's so many people that match. There's, oof. Yeah, his dad's a piece of shit. Mm-mm-mm. And they were catfishing with like that young, good-looking dude's picture. Oh my! Yeah, God. these are such gross human beings. And so they're thinking that like one of them. Like they they even planted the person to that sent him down. Like they planted everyone. Like that's so messed up. And that's why that's why I think it goes back to them wanting to make sure they grab every single person involved. Yeah, and get them locked up. The thing is, if you look at this guy, he doesn't look like a kid. The kid Keegan doesn't look like a guy that could like help with this just because of like I feel like you'd have to be like somewhat mobile and like athletic to like get the job done here because it's intense to do all this. I would imagine like you're going up and down these hills. If you've been in the area, dude, which no I've driven way. through, it's not like Fort Wayne where everything's flat, dude. Right. It's like so intense. Dude, no, he didn't have to move, dude. He he probably had one of them and then he's like, you come here now or I'm going to hurt her. You know what I mean? He didn't have yeah. to move around. He just had to, he had to get a hold of one. If like, you know what I'm saying? She's yeah. not going to leave her yeah. friend behind. Does it, does it, or Jake, are you able to see what the guy's name is? The dad? Yeah. Cause. Um, mm. Yeah, I could try to pull it up, but. Wait, so we can it's like. Jerry. Jerry Klein? Jerry Anthony Klein. Gotcha. Nice. Sick. You can, like, I, I remember I, I, like... Dude, the first thing that comes up, oh, my gosh. I remember reading it somewhere, though, that, like, you know, you like, you start, like, over the years, after you have, like, all your thoughts and, like, your, just the energy that you give off, it, you start to look like your thoughts. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, if, you, if you're just, like, a dark person, you start to look that dark and disgusting human being. That, and that's, like, what, what I see when I see these guys. Like, you just, it's 
It's sick. Anthony Klein, the son, has a picture with Steve-O. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that, too. And that's... I, and, that, and that made Steve-O's me Steve-O's like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. You have to think about celebrities meeting thousands and millions of people throughout their lives. They're like, they didn't... Like, they could... Bre- we can brush up against murderers just, like, walking down the street. <laughs> All these people... Like you know, look for uh, celebrities to meet. So I bet a lot of celebrities have met some very messed up people. But yeah, unreal. Well, yeah. Hope, well, they, hope they keep getting updates. Let's, okay, so let's let's set it up to where we uh, let's call her next week. Tell her when we're doing the podcast. Yeah. So we yeah, can give her a call. Yeah, and we'll just we got to decide like how careful we are too about like some of the information that gets put out there because sometimes it's just like irresponsible to put some of the stuff out there too mm-hmm. gosh but yeah, she'll be great she's I, a she's a uh, big time listener too oh that's funny so i i met her when we did the saint patrick's day a couple years ago and i by the time i got down there you were already passed out that's that's fair that's statement. neither here, here nor there it's a fair statement i got a question for you z i know that you've been staying a little bit in the in the uh political realm the ohio Ohio just introduced, I know Florida did this as well, introduced the Don't Say Gay Bill. The bill would also prohibit the promotion of divisive concepts in the classroom and the workplace. So for here, like two Ohio House Republicans on Monday introduced a bill borrowing language from Florida's recently passed Don't Say Gay law, which prevents teachers from engaging in instruction related to sexual orientation or gender identity. And that's it. And that is what is called... Catholic school. <laughs> so, I had a Catholic. I had a Catholic teacher tell uh, our class that our pets, our dogs, don't have souls. Oh my! And gosh. seeing everyone's response to that is pretty hilarious because people get very pissed when you tell them that their dog doesn't have a soul. I mean, what are your thoughts on it, man? I mean, if you really want like true thoughts, like dude, honestly, Iron I'm Patriot. Was... <laughs> Jesus. We'll let you know. See, I'm just now. I didn't even hear how stupid I am. I didn't even know about this until you, until we brought it up. But um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know yet. I have to kind of read through this. It's, I, I like uh, Zizi's response. You're like, "Hey, Zizi, like, tell me all about this." And you're like, "I don't know, man. You tell me." <laughs> <laughs> he reversed me. The, the ultimate reverse. <laughs> Uno card. I don't. I don't know about some of these. I don't know if some of these teachers should be like. I don't know what their beliefs are. Just go dad mode. Yeah, so I don't know what their beliefs are, so I don't know what their... I would rather just teach my kid the... the Teach my kid what's in the syllabus. <laughs> your, your oldest is in what grade? Hey, Shane, fourth. this is in the syllabus now. There you 2022. go. 2022. Your oldest is in fourth grade. Yeah. And she's being taught that. I can already see you getting mad. So she doesn't. <laughs> they don't, dude, she goes to a Christian school. They would never even talk that's about what I, That's what I'm saying. But that's what they were trying to do. I, dude, you you can read articles where it, you know how um, like sexuality shouldn't even be talked about until they get to high school. That's just my true opinion. Maybe you can eighth grade, maybe you know, but it's got to be high. You can't be doing this to second and third and fourth graders, dude. You're that's that's called grooming. I'm sorry. Now I might be on an island here, but you're grooming. Well, my 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 whole thing is like. Yeah, I would rather, I guess, not them teach to say. Yeah, I would rather them not, but I would just never, like, 
that's one of the reasons why they go to the schools they do because I I have a good understanding of like what they're going to be taught and right. I have a good understanding and like as a parent too it's kind of our jeez sorry guys can you it's, please silence that right now thank you yeah you really just pissed my brother off <laughs> <laughs> every single person that's listening is like looking at their phone right now because of you so I. I so she's in a school that they're not doing that. So I don't. It's like I almost feel like I don't have like a dog in the fight, to be honest. But also, well, pretend that she was. Yeah, like I don't. The teacher. What does the teacher know? Like, why are they? Do they have the credentials to talk about these things? I feel like they don't. No. That's you know what I'm what saying. So that's my thing. Like, let. I think those types of personal things for your for your children should be left to the parents to teach them. I exactly, guess. for the parent. Yeah. To talk about. Yeah. And I, like I said, I'll stay on an island on this. It, DeSantis had brought up the other day that instead of the gingerbread man, classes were doing the genderbread man where they were going up and putting up body parts and learning about sexuality in the third and fourth grade. When, How, did, when did we start having like sex, sex ed? Like fifth grade? Round se- seventh and eighth grade. But that's like just straight up like... This is what this happens. This is what this does. Right. This is why this is happening. Because you're hitting puberty. Right. You're, right. You're, you're start. Yes. Armpit hair, chest hair for a male. You're starting to go through full it. Full beard if it's you. Full beard. Yeah. You'd, full pubes. You had full beard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Shane did. <laughs> we couldn't have beards in school. But we couldn't I, have hair. You knew that. You can't have your hair below your earlobe. I would, yeah. love, I would love to get our listeners' opinion on this because... It should only be the parents that teach that. Okay, if you get to the high school level and you're doing sex education, completely understand because they need to hear it from a a third voice and so Mm -hmm. on, right? But if you're teaching my son in second, third, and fourth grade about gender and sexuality and all that and confusing him, we got a problem. Yeah. Right? We got a huge problem. Yeah, I think there's... But I think also think that parents need to take... I think that there's also a bigger problem too that... I see a lot where parents aren't taking enough responsibility for their child's education as a whole, where they just off, you know, they just like send them off to school and, and think that the school should teach them everything from one to 10 when really like the parents need to play a role in that. I know it's tough, especially nowadays you have two family, you have two, you know, say you have two people in the home, both are working or you have a single parent, then they're working one or two jobs to make things work. And it's tough to have time to, like, support your kids in school. But I think if you can, like, the biggest thing is to be more involved in that education. Yeah. I bet you, like, some of those stories, I would assume that there's probably a lot of parents that didn't even know that was being taught until somebody told them. Because they're so hands-off. Right. You know? Right. But, I mean, we look through our kids' folders every day. You know, we have a very good understanding of what they're learning. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it, I, yeah, I think it should be held for the parents. And yeah. it's nothing against like the, you know, any certain group or yeah, that's anything. Okay. That's, it's, it's not, a, it's not meant to be against anyone. It's just like, hey, why can't we just, why can't we let this be something that we teach our children at our own home? Right. What's the problem with that? They're, dude, they're just, they're too young. They're kids, right? Yeah, I think an analogy that I think about is uh, when you know when you start like weight training. Like when you do that, you don't start weight training until high school because right. that's when your bodies are ready. You don't do it too early. 
because then that can you affect know, your growth. And yes, stuff. all that stuff. So then when it comes to mentally, they're not ready when they're that young. No. So you have to wait until, like you said, they're actually hitting puberty and that stuff is starting to actually matter. Completely agree with that. Completely agree with that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And I, I even think, like like you said, like, and that is a Catholic school, which Catholic schools, they, I remember seventh and eighth grade, man, we're, we're talking about it. But at that time, our, our bodies are changing, man, big time, especially males. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. But imagine, like, I just think about this. Like, your, your, your four or five-year-old and six-year-old comes home, and he, and he starts talking about that. And you're sitting there at the dinner table, and you're like, what? You know what I mean? Shane. <laughs> I'm reading through the article. Yeah, I just heard your phone beep. <laughs> oh, sorry. Just but, no, no, just the, oh, I'm sorry. It'll, it won't happen again until it happens but again. Maybe, maybe there's maybe there's a side of this that maybe I can't comprehend or I don't see, or maybe I got my blindfolders on. But I'm just telling you, as a parent, I want to be able to talk to my three children about that when they're ready. When they're ready, you know. What I mean, if, if my kid comes home from fourth, third, fourth grade and is talking about that, it's like. Dude, I, I'm not paying for you to learn about this. So it says two Ohio Republicans on Monday introduced a bill strikingly similar to Florida's recently passed parental rights. So the actual bill is called the Parental Rights in Education Law, which is kind of what I'm going to say. Yeah. But what I'm saying, it's like the parents' right, yep. which has been dubbed by its critics as the Don't Say Gay Law. So I'm trying to understand what it has to do with that. So the Ohio bill also borrows language from a new South Dakota law which outlaws the promotion of divisive concepts in places like classroom and workplace. So under Ohio's House Bill 616 introduced Monday by state reps, these two people, I don't know their names, public kindergarten through third grade teachers would not be permitted to teach, use, or provide any curriculum or instructional materials on sexual orientation or gender identity. I, I have no problem with this. Right. I have no issue with this. Right. This seems, I don't know anybody that would have an issue with this. Why would somebody have an issue with this? Educators of grades 4 through 12 under the bill would be barred from engaging in instruction related to sexual orientation or gender identity in a manner that is not age-appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. The bill in that way mirrors the Florida law, which bars public school teachers from educating their students about sexual orientation or gender identity in any manner that may be considered inappropriate. So that's the problem, though, too, though, because that can be kind of subjective because what Mm. we might consider inappropriate, somebody else might not call inappropriate. Mm. The Ohio bill would also prevent public school educators from using classroom materials or curriculum that promote or endorse divisive or inherently racist concepts. Seems pretty sweet. (laughs) including critical race theory, which addresses systemic racism in the U.S. and has been hotly debated by lawmakers on the right. Other divisive concepts include intersectional theory, diversity, um, equality, and inclusion in learning outcomes and what the bill refers to as inherited racial guilt. Now this is getting crazy. Educators would also be prohibited from teaching the 1619 Project, an initiative launched by the New York Times Magazine in 2019, which, according to its website, illuminates the legacy of slavery in the contemporary United States and highlights the contributions of black Americans to every aspect of American society. Wait. I don't know anything about this. 
So the sixteen nineteen project initiative launched by New York Times magazine. I feel like this is getting a little one sided here. The Ohio bill uses language similar to that used in South Dakota's House Bill ten twelve which touts itself as an act to protect students and employees as institutions of higher education from divisive concepts that may make some people feel guilt or discomfort on account of their race. Okay. Still, none of this is saying anything about gay, gay stuff like gay verbiage or things about, I don't even know what that. Hmm. Cause the verbiage is getting twisted from the left. Well, no, that sounded like it just started to go down the path of uh, racism and, like, you know what I mean? Anything to do with... Right, so are they saying that there's people that are teaching, like, like white people to be guilty? Oh, yeah, that was was going down, too. I remember um, parents, again, were were fighting that. I forget, it was was a class that was being taught. Um, Maybe, Jake, you can look it up, but it's... It was something to do with... um, I think I know, hold on. Because go back to the part that said uh, it was a class. anything to do with white guilt. What was that? Yeah, so the Ohio bill uses language similar to that used in the South Dakota's House Bill 1012, which touts itself as an act to protect students and employees at institutions of higher education from divisive concepts that may make some people feel guilt or discomfort on account of their race. Yeah, it was critical race theory. That's what the parents were um, arguing about at the school boards. The initial draft of the South Dakota bill, which was signed into law late last month by Governor Christy Nome, who helped write the legislation in December and said its primary intention was to protect students from critical race theory. There you go. Yep. On Tuesday, Schmidt refused to answer questions from media about the bill she is sponsoring, asking that she please not be harassed. Um. So I mean, I don't know what the. I thought this was the Hill, this is who has a story. Let me look here. Yeah. Yeah, it's from the ba- Hill. Basically, what what parents are fighting about, man, is that these kids are just trying to get through the day. They're like they're they're trying to get through math class. They're trying to get through social studies. They're not thinking about these issues, man, that are just being political. And these parents are going and fighting the school boards over critical race theory and when to learn about gender and so forth. Well, not even just about gender, but, like, not not necessarily about gender. It's about divisive theories about gender, which is what I'm assuming is, like, some of the stuff that we were talking about in the last podcast, too, which was, like, how are you, yeah, not just necessarily, like, hey, this is a penis and this is this. This is, you know. Like, I was 24 years old when I found out that a baby didn't come out of a belly button. So, you know, you just got to... How old? I'm kidding. Like, I'm joking. Okay. So, um, I, but that's not what they're talking about, I don't think. I feel I, like that starts to go more into the area of when they learn about history. You know what I mean? And, like... Right. But I think that goes into the divisive concepts thing, right? So... Right. Which I can get to, like, if you're... If someone's teaching kids to feel bad for their race, which I don't, I haven't heard those stories. We'd have to see that. I'm sure there's something that we can find, but that seems weird. I guess I don't know enough about. It. I don't even know what the. I don't know what racist or chain. What is that? Critical race. Critical theory. race theory. I don't even know what that is. I got to learn about it. 
critical Our race listeners theory. Our listeners like, oh, so Shane yeah. doesn't know anything. <laughs> well, I mean, you just, again, there's a lot there in that it is bill. A it's a, you know what I mean? Like Critical yeah. race theory is a cross-disciplinary intellectual and social movement of civil rights scholars and activists who seek to examine the intersection of race, society, and law in the United States and to challenge the mainstream American liberal approaches to radical justice. That's a lot, of, a lot of words. That's a lot of words. A lot of words. You know what they should teach? <laughs> that's that's such a dumb, dumb response, you know, dumb person response. Whoa, a lot of words. <laughs> yeah. You know what they should be teaching? They should teach uh, proper, like, how to talk to people. Like, I listen, I, my 10-year-old, we're out to eat, and the lady's like, oh, here's your order. And she's like, mm-hmm. They're all embarrassed. I'm like, girl, say thank you. What's wrong with you? Right. Acknowledge that there's a human being here. Yeah. And she's like, eh, all shy and stuff. It's like, can we work on this? Right. Can we work on that? Public speaking. And like, yeah, there's, that's what I was thinking. It's like they teach students how to write a paper correctly. Yep. You know, how to word it properly, all that stuff. They teach people how to give speeches. Yep. But what you're saying is just the everyday interaction among humans. <laughs> it's probably just my kid just being a shy weirdo. No, no. Like, but that's... I mean, there's a lot of kids that are shy weirdos. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm a shy human being a lot of times. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, me too. So, I, I think it's just... It's some stuff... <laughs> Why are you giggling over there? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. No, it's just... it. Every time I read this stuff, dude, I just think we got our hands full coming up here in the next couple of years raising kids. Yeah, we do, man. Like, I mean... There's just so much stuff being thrown at a young kid now, like mental illness, anxiety, suicide, critical race theory, this, like gender. It's like, I just want my kid, you know what I mean, to learn the basics and along the way actually put classes in that teach you how to a mortgage, your taxes, your address, like the real life stuff. Yeah, stuff that you actually are dealing with on a day-to-day basis. Like, I, I wish... Yeah, I, w- I would love to see classes that were more focused on coding and programming because that's, like, such a huge part of the job force in the future. Um, and, and what can you learn as a young child right. that's going to help support those types of things in the future? Right. And what's going to help them move out into the world and, like, be successful themselves? That's what I would like to see. Um, yeah, I think some of this is kind of bullshit. Uh, it's like a political. So sometimes I wonder how much is this just like political, right? Bullshit to like get a vote in on this thing, and then, and then the people that are, you know, what was the actual term? Uh, parental something bill. It sounds pretty boring, but if you call it "Don't Say Gay" bill, that c- adds clicks, and a lot of people are going to read those articles if that's what you call it, mm-hmm. and then it gets blown out of proportion of this other thing and. Yeah, dude, it's all bullshit. So really, at the end of the day, the best thing we can do as parents is, like, try to raise our children the best that we possibly can, because that's what we can control. Try and help them find the right group of friends, the right people to hang out with, the right people that are going to help shape them when we're not around. Don't be after three years. What's that? Meaning you don't have a thing after school or a or a group pro- or something to attend. Yeah, do something. Do yeah. something. If you're if you're getting off work at th- if you're getting off school at three and you don't have an extracurricular, are you going to a job? Yep. Something. Are you going to do something? So you know, you know the whole idle idle hands theory too. Um, yeah, I think it's up to us though. At the end of the day, to like 
empower our children to be the right people as they grow up and they go out into the world. One thing I tell, um, I've said this a thousand times, like as a dad of two girls, I feel like part of my job for those girls is like to be the best thing that I possibly can to them so that when they're out in the world and they're looking for a dude is that I set the bar pretty high for what they look for. So by the time they bring somebody home, maybe I'll even like them by then. Right. You know? So I think it all comes down to how we do it and we can just control what we can control. Right. We can't control this bill really, unless you're going to like be a weirdo and like send a thousand letters to this guy and tell him not to vote and, or whatever you can do to move those types of things around. Really at the end of the day, what can we control? Are you focused on what we can control? Right. And are you focused on that? That's a, that's how I would look at it. A lot of this to me is just a bunch of bullshit. Right. And I'm very, very fortunate that we live in the great state of Indiana. Indiana is a great state. That is for sure. And, and be thankful that you have the ability to send your kids to a school that you have a little bit more control over and what they're learning. Right. So right. like, being able to send your children to like a private school or a really great public school, um, you know, that's a big part of it too. Like be thankful that you're able to do those things yeah. because not everybody has those opportunities. Um, how are we on time, my man? An hour 36. Boom. Damn. It's been some long ones here. Hey, got serious. We did get serious. Serious ones are good. Serious ones are good. Is there, um, whose turn is it to end this thing? You went last week. Yep. Is it mine? I think so. Yeah. You want to set me you up? You want to throw him a lob there, Z? Um, sure. Oh, God. <laughs> he got time to think about it, so let's see, let's see, let's see how we're going to do this. <clears throat> yeah, you know, set the, yeah. set the stage. Okay. Paint the mm. scene. Okay. You're sitting there. And you're on the waiting list. And that whole time you're on the waiting list to get on a true social, you're thinking of a name, a screen name. That screen name is going to live with you for the rest of your life. It's going to create a huge following. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A kind of following that you're already in love with. A following that's probably going to vote for someone soon. What is that screen name that you're going to put on True Social? Iron Patriot 2? <laughs> Look, the party just started. I'm hitting my target. I feel like I'm hardened. Giggling like the garden. I'm soft like New Orleans. Get it jumping. They calling me Zion. Constrict shit like a python. Tiptoe down the pipeline. Spent a bill on my song. Just to say I sound nice, on. Uzi done did it again. <laughs>